This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Chaney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss, host slash producer. <laughs> I'm host slash non-producer. Can't produce. Host, host slash Doesn't want to learn how to produce. That's my job. Uh, if you would like to grab podcast merch, go to coppercrab.bigcartel.com. If you would like to grab merch for our band. Are we going to do that special for the GLs? That is entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. I believe I am going to drop a severely awesome uh, Golden Lobster, uh, what's it called? Discount? Yeah. Tonight, in the uh, right after the podcast, I'm going to throw up a discount. It's going to just be Golden Lobster. And you will get 40% off of everything in the store. Yeah, that's right. You heard that right. 40%, you yeah. guys. Yeah, so that includes these... Um, I haven't taken a good picture of them yet, so forgive me. There might be a really bad picture of them up, but we did these limited edition tie-dyes for Let me the, see if I can the Whitechapel show that we played a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we're going to throw those in the store. So that's at entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. Uh, I want to start forewarning Wait, you guys. It, they're not in the store yet? No, they're not in the store yet. <clears throat> and neither is the code. So yeah, if you missed out on the hand, the other hand tie-dyes that Shani and I have done, we did like a bunch of more. And they're going to be way cheaper than they were last time. For yes. Golden Lobsters only. Yes. 40% so. discount, y'all. Yeah. So they're going to be cheaper plus a 40% discount. So they're going to be really cheap. Cheap, cheap, They're going to be free. We're going to pay you to take them, basically. We're going to... Yeah, we're losing we will money send on this them deal. to you. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> trade deal in the history of trade deals. For real this time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to start forewarning you guys. We have a brand new song coming out two weeks from today. We are also announcing our album two weeks from today. Uh, we're really excited about it. Pre-orders drop that day. It's or it's not from today, it's actually from today if you're listening to the podcast on Wednesday. So tomorrow. Tomorrow, two weeks, we're putting out a song. We're announcing the album. So uh, Thursday, we're putting two weeks out. from Thursday. No, today is Tuesday. I know, so but you were saying if you're if, if you're it's... listening to the podcast <laughs> on YouTube, then two weeks from today because we put okay, the podcast yeah. up on Wednesdays. Right. If you're listening to it right now with us on Twitch, then it's two weeks and one day. Then just pretend that you're listening. Pretend to Pretend you're listening tomorrow. to it tomorrow yeah. and say, "Oh, it's it's Wednesday in two weeks." <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So now that I've confused you all, look out for that. Pre-orders drop that day. We've been sitting on this album cover for literally a year and a half, and I'm so goddamn excited to show you guys. And the album, too. And the album. Yeah. And this song, which is kind of embarking on a whole new uh, yeah. area of our band. So we're really excited to share it all with you Navigating guys. Navigating through new waters and uncharted territory. Yeah, we're navigating uncharted territory. <laughs> so... We'll see. Some of you are going to like it. Some of you aren't. We like it. And that's all that matters. It might be the end of the band as we know it. it the band might be over. Yeah, that might be it. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I I doubt it. Um, So, Chaney, hold on. One other... Sorry, I wanted to bring up one other merch thing. Mm -hmm. So we did do a... What I believe... Clicking on yourself. <clears throat> what I believe is the coolest merch... Piece of merch that we've ever had. Uh, It's a long sleeve on our big cartel, which I'll show you. It is this one right here. It's Are there out. any of those left? No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Well, Whoops. never mind. You guys can't get one of those. <laughs> I was actually just wondering if it was sold, if it was uh, still available, but yeah. It is gone. not. It's sold out. Um, I haven't, I've been kind of slow updating the store <clears> because <throat> we, I pulled out all of the merch from our store so that we could take it to Whitechapel. And right now our merch room is in disarray. Yeah. So Today and tomorrow, I'm working on getting it put back together and organizing it really well uh, to have a great and efficient new year in the merch room. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, like I said, go check out that Golden Lobster discount. It'll be up for 40% off of everything. But if you are saving money this month, hold it out until the pre-orders drop because that's more important for us. Okay, yeah. And that we're putting blood. out, I think we're putting out like four vinyl variations for the u.s and then four more for europe so there's a lot of goodies a lot of goodies uh, thank you metal blade love you this is probably not something that, that i should be talking about on the podcast what? but i was gonna ask anyway um, uh -oh. are we gonna do a digipack again or no 
I've, yeah, we didn't is. ask about that, did we? I think it is a digipack. Okay. Wait, no. Because I was wondering. I, I don't was, know if it is. When I was grabbing I CDs from the van the other day, from the trailer. Yeah. There are other albums are all digipack. No, I think it is digipack because I'm pretty sure that we were like, you know, we've done everything else digipack. I just couldn't remember if that was something that we talked about or not. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. what I will say is that the front and back of the album, which I can, I feel comfortable saying the person who did our album is Eleron Cantor, who is one of my favorite metal artists ever. He's done some of the most amazing covers. He's done covers for like Halloween, Thy Art is Murder, Testament, a uh, ton of other bands, a despised icon. Um, it's the premier metal it's the premier metal artist artist lacuna coil he just did a rework of uh one of my favorite metal records Carmelize, that came out 20 years ago Carmelize. Carmelize. like what they do to onions <laughs> oh my god that's funny is that what you the joke you were trying to do like a couple of days ago to me yeah every and time I just you say that album, i'm like Carmelize. haha <laughs> that's funny i just never have gotten it <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> I've always been like, yeah, karma, for sure. Oh, okay. Like I was uh, talking about karma? Yeah, I didn't know that you were yeah, talking, about point, talking about caramelizing onions. Like a, or like a dipping an apple in caramel. Holy caramelizing. crap. Okay. Well, that's a good joke, Naveen. Um, took me a while. But anyway, right, so Elrond did the cover, and what I was getting at is that the front and the back are actually a huge uh, painting that go together. It's really, really goddamn cool. So I love it. I'm going to pull it up right here for you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you would. I would do that, but I'm get, I would get in big trouble Honestly, for we both would. Like, TBH would. I know, honestly, what's funny is uh, I feel like I'm usually... I'm known as the guy who kind of spills the beans too often, but lately it's pretty much been you spilling the beans <laughs> all the time. Because I'm, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not. I mean, because I'm like freaking out. I'm about to burst at the seams. We've had this album. How long has it been done? I don't know. I mean, it's been literally turned in since the summer. April. Before the summer. It's been turned in since freaking April or May. I'm ready Crazy. to get it out. I'm ready to like play the songs and do, you know. I'm I, ready to write another one, dude. I'm over it. I know. I've been listening to this record so much that I feel like everyone else has already heard it. And then I They've forget that they haven't heard it. And but and Naveen and I are writing another one now. We've got one riff. We've no, got a we've riff. We've actually got some songs. <laughs> but there's always songs, but I don't know if they're going to necessarily be on the next album. You know what I mean? True. There's always like floating this around songs. specific riff that you wrote last night is for sure going on the album. Yeah, I know. I wrote 100%. a riff. 100%. Sometimes I'll write a riff and I'm like, this one's for Cheney. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, well, that's good though, because I feel like sometimes, um, sometimes as a vocalist, because if you're not in charge of the music, then you don't necessarily get to explore your entire vocal taste or palette. Uh, if you're in a band that focuses on like a certain kind of a material. You know, so it's actually good that I have a say in the music and that you're writing things with me in mind. Yeah. Because I think that that actually makes our band a little more full, well-rounded as far as, and it, it cures me of wanting to have like a, an outside project Yeah, because I feel incredibly artistically fulfilled in our band because I know that you're pretty much down to do whatever you're yeah. you're down to take my influence you aren't like no i yeah. won't do that cheney likes kind of doomy like converge ish sounding chord stuff i like like epic doomy yeah epic like post rock type stuff and yeah. uh i think we're we're kind of like going into that territory but don't worry, guys. It's always going to be crazy. And yeah, we're always going to have technical we're not do the metal. Thing where we're like, we're done with tech. It's not, you know. Yeah, we're no, we're that. we're putting out a song that I would say is not really tech or death metal in a couple of weeks. But as a band, in to, as a band looking at it um, as a whole, we will never get rid of those aspects of our band. Our record is. Super crazy. Super crazy. <laughs> That's super the thing metal. about the album. Like, it's meant to be played all the way through. So hearing even the singles that we've put out so far, it's weird for me to... It, it's cool, but it's weird hearing them as a single. Because right. 
I don't ever listen to it like that. It's just I don't either. It's supposed to be like one long song. So even the song that we're putting out, we're saying, oh, it's so weird and different. But when you hear it in context, it makes perfect sense. Oh, totally. And we're when we say that you're supposed to hear it as one long song, we aren't like we aren't saying it hastily. Like, yeah, dude, just smoke a doobie and listen like to the record. Like we wrote it <laughs> to be one long song. Yeah. That's how we wrote it. it we doesn't didn't stop. We didn't actually split the album up into tracks until after it was written. Yeah. And the, it's like somewhat arbitrary. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you have to do that when you're yeah. uh, working with a label. And we we did mean for it to happen that way. We always knew we were going to cut it up into tracks. and We didn't know where, though. We didn't know we where. We really didn't know where. But once we sat down and listened to it, there are obvious dynamic shifts that made a ton of sense because I think that if you sit and listen to absolute zero on its own or in purgatory or the single that we're putting out two weeks from today on their own, then they are songs. But, um, I think that when you guys hear the entire album, you'll be like, Oh, this is what they were going for. I get it now. Uh, so yeah, yeah we very, very much intended that. And what Naveen said is right. Like the album doesn't, stay in this one place ever ever <clears throat> well it kind of does in a in a there's a thread that sort of ties everything together yeah but yeah it's not one style the whole time well i was answering like because i don't know if you guys know the deal so essentially you turn in a record and right now what's happening is like our pr is sending our record out into the world and people are starting to who our reviewers get to hear it or who are, um, you know, giving us interviews, get to hear it. And today someone asked, God, where was I going with this? Today someone asked a question that was like asking if there is a common thread like that throughout the album. Okay, they said something about songwriting. They were like, you guys seem to, your your sense of songwriting is interesting because it seems very free form in a way, like not all of the songs are like specifically like verse, chorus, verse. Yeah, yeah. But my answer to that was if you zoom out from our material and kind of see the forest from the trees, then we have a lot of regard for songwriting. But it shows up in sometimes in like more simplified songs, but sometimes it shows up in a way that's like Naveen is very... um what's the word I'm looking for? It's not specific, but you, you know, like that you're going to have a musical motif that goes throughout the entire album. And all of those things are very purposeful coming from you. So while you will sit down and do things free form, you've always had like this mind that, that very much keeps songwriting, uh, in mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just sort of a different, uh, take on songwriting yeah but yeah i always try to bring it back in some way like the big in the big picture the entire album really makes sense together and you will see like i said there's a motif that continues throughout the entire album there are lyrical things that repeat there are musical parts that repeat so while we could be seen be seen as being like a band that exists kind of writing in the free form of thought and musicality everything is super purposeful and we're very aware of everything that we put on a record agreed 100 so yeah um i guess that's enough about the record but uh but yeah so i guess people have noticed that we haven't been around in a while yeah we took a couple of weeks off yeah we had a christmas break <laughs> we were we said we were gonna have a podcast still but we, we lied didn't. yeah we didn't do it we uh Overpromised and underdelivered. That's my favorite. <laughs> well, because Cheney's that's saying, my that's my <clears throat> podcast. There's kind <laughs> of like an industry saying that's like underpromise and overdeliver. Right. But Cheney's, uh, I'm I'm doing a spin on that, flipping that around, I'm flipping it. Yeah. So anyway, so we took a couple of week break. What did we do instead of? Yeah. So what did we do? Well, we uh had the band here mm. and we played the best show of our lives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, number one best show of our lives. Yeah. Luckily, because we were shooting a music video at it and I think there were like, that's true. 
50 crowd surfers while we were on while we were shooting that music video well, Tranny encouraged everyone to crowd surf so true it worked it did work sometimes it does not work sometimes you'll be playing in front of a crowd and you'll be like yeah dude mosh and uh, this stuff. show was just hype man it, it was, was there was 1200 people there yeah and it was white chapel's christmas show which they do every year mm-hmm. and they were nice enough to have us on it yeah thank you white chapel yeah it was so fun and uh just an all-around great day we uh, saw there were a bunch of golden lobsters there there was uh james cheney drove from I, th- I think he's in virginia he drove to come to the show Amber was there. Lizzie was there. The whole Harrison was there. The whole GL community yeah. got slammed. <clears throat> Carl Narlos Slamtano was there. Yep. And then uh, somebody actually handed Cheney a baby. This literally True. happened. Our merch table was completely swarmed all night. It was like, it was great. There was everybody was hanging out, having a really good time. And then uh, there was a line of people to buy stuff and talk to Cheney and uh, a woman straight up was like just handed Cheney a little baby a three month like a old cute child. little baby with like baby headphones on and apparently uh <laughs> everyone would be like no why would you have a baby at a show but the baby slept through the entire show well the baby like i said had like Huge noise canceling noise canceling probably felt like it was back in the womb <laughs> true true so yeah Cheney held the was the baby awake when you held it probably right uh she was kind of awake and i was just holding her and she was so cute and your dad got it on video. I know, I know. Um, I want to post it. Yeah, I, I know. Post it. I know. See, your dad kind of, he sent like the small video. Yeah. He needs so we need the same. regular size video. Um, That was amazing though. I literally took this child's first show photo of all time. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get to continue that throughout her life. Like she comes back <laughs> when she's four she comes <laughs> back when she's 20 and I'm like gray haired and screaming still. That'd be crazy. That'd be really cool. So I'm looking forward to my future. Well, with yeah, I would say baby. that was the sh- the night was already crazy. This was after we played and it was a really good time. The crowd was going crazy. Yeah. We filmed the video with uh, our really good friend came Marshall who's done sound for us and stuff. Yeah, taking pictures. Of He's in wretched. He's the yeah. drummer of wretched him and Michelle. They work together. They're a couple full disclosure. And, uh, they came out did a really good job with the video and we were so we were already feeling really good we we're like this show ruled this was awesome yeah, we're feeling and then, hyped. to top it off Cheney gets held a baby I, a somebody started child. crying i think there was a couple of people who started broke down crying to meet Cheney. this happened they were so uh inspired i guess was what, 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 what they said i didn't see it but, uh, <laughs> i'm saying it was a wild I mean, night i'm gonna dude. keep it between me and them i'm not like saying i'm i th- it's amazing <laughs> no i'm i'm sad yeah this is incredible. For sure. It was an awesome night. And honestly, it is probably one of the last times that I'll actually sell our merch in the States at least. So, it, which I've been doing for like the past Ever. eight years. Yeah. So I think it's a welcome retirement, at least for now. But uh, it was really cool to like be there and get to talk to everyone who was there. Um, there were a lot of people who were just seeing us for the first time who found out about us on the pandemic. There were people, like I said, golden lobsters there, people who have been listening to us for a long time. Um, Honestly, I kind of want to cry thinking of it. It's like one of those surreal. It was really surreal. Sometimes in your music career, you'll come across moments that make you, um, that kind of reaffirm why you're doing what you're doing. And that was really one of those nights. And I will remember it for a really long time um, yeah what's funny is i in my normal life i don't feel like a guy who could go play a show yeah <clears throat> like i just feel like i don't know some random dude yeah and uh so we it was cool playing a show not on tour and then what's weird is the next day i got home i was thinking back on the show and i'm just like wow i can't believe like i did that that's really can't weird believe yeah. we did that like before the show i was thinking I can't believe that I'm about to go play some big show. And then the day after, I'm like, I can't believe I played a show. That's really weird. I, I don't know. feel like I have the ability to do that. I know. I honestly was a little nervous because on tour, at least you get the chance to 
before you like shoot a music video, you generally are getting the chance to play a couple of warm up shows. You know, you want yeah. you don't always play a major city where like a bunch of people are at or, you know, those shows don't happen. You have the very first often. show. The first show is kind of a little bit rough, and you're like, all right, we got the first show. Yeah, the way. first show jitters. Yeah, it's a thing, and uh, we didn't get that chance, so I was a little more like jittery than I normally would be because it just we haven't played a show since August or we hadn't played a show since August um so it was just sort of weird getting ready for the show and I was a little nervous because we were shooting a music video and we our plan is to actually take the live audio from that show and have it just be a live video so I knew that I had to kind of be on point with the parts so it was a little nerve-wracking but um Best best show. It was, it was, one, of the it was one of the best shows ever. Um, when people ask night. me about what are the best shows that you've played, that <clears throat> that one will come up. And also, that show was on our exact year anniversary of moving yeah. to to Nashville. It was it, literally the day we pulled up to the house in Nashville. Yeah, it was, which was crazy. So it was a total, totally cool one year anniversary. Yeah, it was super meaningful. Um, but yeah, it was great. Amazing, amazing time. Um, and then your dad, well, Brian and Rob were here, and then Brian got stuck in airports for like two days oh, until man, yeah. Christmas. So yeah, there were some was crazy storms across the country mm-hmm. for all you Californians out there. Yeah, uh, which Brian is. So yeah, I think he was stuck so. in Chicago for like an entire day. Yeah, I think he was there. Yeah, he he, he it took him like three days to get back or something, like two yeah. or three days. But uh, and then it actually blizzarded here too. It did. It was pretty cool. And while we were at the hotel, the night of the Knoxville show, it was pretty, it got pretty bad. And we stayed at a hotel and no joke, like all night, you could just hear the wind. Howling. Howling. It was crazy. I bet we have it on video somewhere, but I was like, I can't even make the noise. I felt like we were on like a train or something. Yeah, it was insane. What did, what was the noise your dad said? Because it was like the perfect description. I don't know. I can't remember. can't remember. But I also I swear you guys one one of these days we will have Brian and Rob on the podcast. Yeah, we just never do it. Well, we never really have time. Yeah, that's true. Because we get to practicing <clears throat> and we're like we really should prioritize this over Yeah. doing the podcast. And then of course there's always the stupid lights to program for some reason every time. Those goddamn lights. And then uh shout what, out what, to Brant who did our uh, our lights at the Knoxville show though. Fantastic job. Yeah, but I mean, like, what's weird about playing the one show is it basically required as much uh, planning and preparation as a tour. Yeah. The same amount, basically. Definitely. So we we did practice for like, that was uh, something I was going to say. The reason why the show, I think, went so well was because we did practice for like three days. That's true. So That's true. Good thing we didn't try to have like one practice and then go out there and rip it. Yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah. I honestly always find that with practicing, the first day is kind of rough, and the second day I'm like, okay, we could, if we played the sets that we played on a second day, then we could, I'd be fine. I'd feel comfortable with it. So that was cool, and then Naveen's dad stayed with us for Christmas and until last Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, we did the family thing, had a good time. Um... And then on Friday, we went to a disco, an ABBA disco with Harrison and his oh. sister. Yeah, it was actually uh, surprisingly fun, It was by the way. so fun. We were kind of talking about <laughs> this before the podcast. We've been like pretty much, Naveen has been completely sober, except for I think one time off of drinking since the 28th of September. Yeah. I I drank at Travis's wedding. Other than that, At Travis's drank. wedding. I've drank a couple of times, um, but one drink. Every time we've been living uh, sober, clear minded. Yeah. So we went to the disco and we were completely sober and had a great fucking time and danced for yeah. three or four it was hours. A really good time because we were like, uh, uh, Harrison, Harrison's sister wanted to go. Yeah. And then uh, the only way she like, could oh. get Harrison to go is to get us to go, and we'd never met her before. Yeah. So, so uh, she's 
He's like, oh, do you guys want to go to this like disco thing? And we're like, oh, I guess we'll yeah. check it out. I said, then, hell yeah. I wasn't like an I guess. I was like, a, I guess. I was like, a hell yeah. Let's fucking go. And then I was go. like, what's it's that going to be like being there sober? That's going to be weird. And then um, turns out it was really fun. Dude, it was so and fun. And I was just so hydrated because instead of drinking beer, I drank sparkling water all yeah. night. <laughs> I was drinking Red Bulls. So um, I don't know if that's. Yeah, that was alarming. That's like sobriety. I don't know. But I what wouldn't consider that? that to be sobriety. I in think my I opinion. drank five. <laughs> You drank four Red Bulls and I, I was like... four sugar-free Red Bulls. Oh, my God. Like, with some of them being siphoned off by Naveen. I had one little baby sip. That was me uh, getting wild. I was I like, pour a little bit it. into this cup. I that's think I, I probably said. had 3.5 Red Bulls and Naveen had half a one. No way. Yeah, that's what happened. <clears> I think you had 3.75 and I had about <laughs> 0.25. Okay. Yeah. Is that fair? Nah. I don't it's know. a little high. Yeah, who's, I agree. Who's I agree. Who's I counting? agree that you're right. It, that's a little high. It's probably more like three point. Uh, <laughs> you had three point eight. Anywho, uh, who's counting? I had a great who's night. Counting, who's anyway. counting? Naveen. But um, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, it was great, and, and Harrison's sister rules. Yeah, Harrison's sister is really cool. Yeah, she's like the opposite mm. of Harrison. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Not really what I expected. <laughs> no, me either. Like Harrison's kind of well. If you guys. Harrison's on the podcast. He never wants to be seen on camera on the podcast. He's shy. Um, <clears throat> she is like organic. Yeah, super outgoing <laughs> and super nice and just like really positive and great. Yeah. <clears throat> you but guys yeah. should actually check out her page. Um, I think it's the Herbal Gal on Instagram. Yeah. She uh, grows a bunch of plants, which we found out because new things <clears throat> come out about Harrison every time we see him. So she grows a bunch of plants and she like makes her own salves and you know, what is she? She's an organic farmer, I guess. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. She makes her own salves and <clears throat> she makes her own tinctures and stuff and perfumes, I believe. So if you guys want to support someone, go check out Harrison sisters, Instagram oh, and, yeah. and, then and also, buy some stuff. Okay. So after we went to the disco, uh, we wanted to go somewhere to eat. We found this like pizza thing downtown and they have calzones that are, I'm not shitting you, this fucking big. It's like... No, he's not shitting you. It's literally half the size of that coffee crab sign. True. And it was the best calzone I've Dude, ever had in my so fucking Dude, it was so good. Life. It was amazing. It was seriously... I was like, this is, a, this is what I'm talking about. It's like a full... Instead of drinking for the night... Eat the calzone, dude. It's way better. It's also open 24 hours a day in downtown Nashville. That's such so a gym. Check it out. What was it called again? I think called it was like called like pizza. Sicilian pizza. Okay. Or it was something pizza, simple. Sicilia pizza, something like that. I don't know. All right. So check but it out. But it's literally downtown. Like, yes. So we uh, went over there and we hung out there for a while. We were yeah. actually out late. It was crazy. We were. Also, I just remembered we put out, have we talked about the Christmas song yeah i don't sense we i don't put know it i was wondering that did we talk about that song maybe okay i think we showed warforged it was the night oh, we were before like, we're we put, put it on the yeah, internet yeah. <clears throat> so that christmas song went like weirdly viral i yeah. think it has four over four million views on our facebook yeah and like seventy six thousand views or something on our youtube um so i guess that was a good idea to put it up <clears throat> I told you, Cheney didn't want to put it up. I did not want to put it up. It was I my idea. I, I, I literally had to go rogue. Yeah, you did. I went rogue because she's like, I don't want to put it. Up. And I was like, all right, well, because originally it was just her doing the vocals, right? And there was that was it. And well, I wrote the song. Let's let's do a recap. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, so Christina P of the podcast Your Mom's House that she does with her husband Tom Segura. A year ago, they found one of my videos on TikTok, right? They put it on the podcast. It became a part of their podcast. Uh, folklore, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Weirdly, which is amazing to me because it. it's a podcast I've listened to for like five years. Um, but anyway, so Christina asked me in the middle of December if they, they do a live podcast every so often. And Christina asked me if... Um, I would do like a rendition of a Christmas carol to put for them to play on the live podcast. So essentially, Navi I could have just done a Christmas carol, just taken the music from a Christmas carol and put screaming over it. But luckily, I have Naveen in house. 
who <laughs> took the song and rewrote the entire yeah, song. I like made a death metal version of the song. Right. <laughs> this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. So we made this for your mom's house. And I don't get me wrong. I was 100% fine. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. We're going to put it on your mom's house. But as far as posting it from our band page, I was like, I don't. I really don't want to be the band that's like it's, known yeah, for it's, the it's Christmas carol that they did. It's typically something that Chan and I would, would think is stupid. Let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, for us to do. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I don't care what other people do with their band. I truly could could not care less. Yeah. For me, yeah. doing a Christmas carol is something that I would usually say, <clears throat> no. Nah, I know, but after, I, after we did it, I was like, dude, this is actually really sick. And it sounds... Just like a cool metal song. And then... Yeah. Uh, I think it sounds like Death Clock. Yeah, it sounds... Bit. I was like, this is sick. So I actually re-recorded the drums so I could uh, like have a video of myself playing it. And then did the guitar too. And I was like, well, if Chaney doesn't want to put it out, then I'm just going to put it on my YouTube. Like, fuck yeah, it. Right. Because this is way sick. And I think it needs to come out. But then <clears throat> after I was done with it, I think, I guess you thought it was good enough to put on. I, I was like, let's why. just put it on the Entheos page. I don't page. know what changed my mind. I don't know. I guess I was just like, fine. I really had to work this. this I month. honestly I mean, didn't think hard. that many people would see it. I was like, fine, it'll get, you know, it'll be another video. That's fine. I'll put it up. It's funny. It's cool. It's not like we're doing like, it's not even funny. It's not like <laughs> we're doing a funny I version of a Christmas carol. It's just literally a rework of a song yeah it sounds uh, like i'm saying if it's if i if we thought it sounded not good then we wouldn't have put it out then i'd be like don't put that out it's it's corny but that's not the case the song was not corny it was totally sick yeah because something you guys should know about me is that i often am like if i question things then i ask naveen and naveen is usually pretty Naveen is always honest um, as to how he feels about stuff. So I knew that if he said, yeah, it's kind of corny, we shouldn't put it up. He's really honest with me. And um, if you are, if you like approve it, then I'm Yeah, I'm like, dude, in. if it was whack, I wouldn't want to do so it. So I was like, you know what? If Naveen's down to put it up, I guess that it's got some merit. Um, and it's our most played video on Facebook, period. End of story. I mean, and it's doing better than both of our music videos on YouTube. It's doing better than every oh, single music God. video we've ever made combined. No, it's not. Combined? Yeah. No. What music video is doing better? The World Without Us has way more views. No. Yeah, it does. It's got like... Oh, the, you're talking about on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. I don't care yeah, about yeah, the yeah. plays. What the fuck yeah, ever? We don't care. We don't it's a joke. But, plays uh, are stupid. We don't care. <laughs> play, it's totally. We, don't we care, went right. viral, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's kind of crazy that, that. I mean, it's like, fucking crazy. I did yeah. not expect it to no, get not at 4 all. million. Not at all. And it's still like constantly getting comments on <laughs> Facebook. It's so but Cheney was like all right maybe i should be a little less critical of doing things that are appear yeah. to be a little cheesy yeah it taught me a, a lesson but i yeah. will but we're not gonna with like, that being said i'm not doing another christmas carol and also that being said i i'm not really interested in doing things just to get views exactly so that's why i personally would have never done a christmas carol Right. We wouldn't have done it. Right. There's no way we would have ever done that. Right. Because we'd be like, that's not our thing. Yeah. Just, it's, an, it, it can be anyone else's thing. It's just not for me. But since they asked us to make it, or they asked you to make it, and then I was like, well, this is actually pretty, I actually think this is cool. I mean, it's got a sick breakdown in it. Yeah. I was like, this is actually cool enough to post. So I'm like, yeah. well, let's just fucking post it then. If so, it sounds cool, you know, so I guess my thing is, I see a lot of people these days. Mm -hmm. This kind of brings me to a point. I see a lot of people these days just doing things to try to get views. I, I do too. And this I is like with, uh, you know, we've had some videos that have had a lot of fucking views on, like on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. And that wasn't ever the goal. 
No. Like we all it never. was was just like, hey, look at Chaney doing what she always does. That's true. Yeah. We still, I mean, we still make videos like that, but it's because <laughs> I've always made playthroughs for all of our singles. Yeah. All of our songs have a playthrough up to them, up for them. It's not anything that we've ever done out of, this is going to get a bunch of plays. Yeah, no. That's just never, ever been our goal. It still is not our goal. We no. still know that any one of the videos that we post could just be not do very well. And that's and totally that's, fine yeah. with us because we just like to create the stuff. I think I talked about this on the Warforged podcast that we actually find enjoyment in making videos because it's or just music a, and everything and music. It's another aspect of our band, the making playthroughs. And it's cool I think I like to watch playthroughs that people make and kind of see what they're doing and what makes their, you know, no matter yeah. what the instrument is, is um, but the point that I was trying to make is you don't have to do uh, gimmicky stuff. Well, I guess if you're getting a bunch of views on something that's, that is super gimmicky, what's the point really? You know, yeah. If you, I don't understand this idea of just simply trying to get a lot of views and amass a bunch of followers. Why? For me, I just like making music that I feel is cool. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. And that's what I put out there. Sometimes people like it a lot and sometimes they don't really like it very much. Totally. Whatever. That's fine. I'm doing what I like to to do. And I would encourage other people to do the same. And not get caught up in this, what am I going to do that's going to get views? Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think that it's more... Um, You're still you after you get the views. Yeah, I connect more with people who... Like, a ton of people put up different kinds of videos. I personally connect more with the videos that I see that are sort of... um, Or just honest. Yeah. They're honest to who the person is as an artist. And yeah. they're not always like a video that's made with a purpose to go viral and to get noticed Yeah, because obviously we made a Christmas video and that's, you know, not, that's gonna be gimmicky. Uh, yeah, definitely. for sure. And honestly, that was a part of my, um, what reasoning was hold- for not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a part of what was holding me back from it is that I, I'm just <laughs> not that type of person who wants to do things with the purpose of going viral or yeah. the, you know, that's not, not my intent, but it's cool that it happened for sure. However, you know, we're not going to do, we're not, like the we're not doing cover. jingle bells yeah. next week <laughs> yeah. because that no. happened, you know? Definitely not. It's just um, a thing that happened and it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So if you haven't seen the video, go and watch it. It's cool. Uh, we liked making it. And yeah, that was rad that that happened. And so, yeah, you don't need to, you can... Um, Final note on that is you can just make stuff that you think is cool and put it out there and people will like it. Yeah, I think that's actually a common misconception because, you know, we have had some stuff do pretty well on TikTok and I'll get into conversations with friends of mine who I really think could um, benefit from putting their stuff up on TikTok or any social media platform. I do think that it can help build your band to get some you know, videos of you playing your stuff out there, no matter who you are. And people, I think, have this misunderstanding of TikTok in particular because they see all of these, like, viral dance videos and, you know, just weird, like, funny, for the sake of going viral videos, trendy stuff stuff on, on TikTok, and they think that they have to do that in order to get notice like how it was trendy to have a, a podcast for five minutes yeah exactly <laughs> but i think that doing stuff that is more honest to you and maybe you're someone who likes to make funny videos i'm not saying that that can't be the thing you're into of course not but i'm saying yeah that that is a good point some people's passion is making funny videos yeah. and you can tell totally and that's their thing and that's really cool totally so if that is your thing then you should do that Absolutely. But you shouldn't do that just because other people are doing there, it and you want to be. There are people who are making as, as funny well. metal videos who are really fucking good at it and they go, they, yeah. they're they <laughs> on TikTok. And that's awesome because you can <clears> tell <throat> in their material that they enjoy doing it. And that's why it's good. A lot of the time, I think that's what separates like good stuff from stuff that's a little weird is the, the honesty. Yeah. 
in the genuine vibe. Yeah, the the when people are being genuine with their output. Yeah. No matter what the output is. For me, I didn't I don't feel like it's genuine to be funny with my music. So uh you can just you can be you. You don't have to adhere to some trend just to get views. You can be yourself and you can build your band and and do your thing that way there's not one specific path slow and steady wins the race totally um so i guess that brings us to the new year happy new year everyone yeah i think that about covers it right yeah anything else happen noteworthy not that i remember right now yeah. uh i got a kindle so i've been reading a lot so if anyone has book right recommendations throw them my way there you go um should we take a couple questions there are some yeah uh, let's take some questions 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 happy new year everyone by the way i hope you're having a good um living in the present not you know new year yes new you for sure you're <laughs> you gotta live with your old baggage from the, you go the with 30th. You, the new year. you go with you <laughs> so i hope that everyone is you know just excited about where they are in life Agreed. At this present time. All right. So, Janie, here's the first question. Uh, Taylor Dees asks, you have a physical third eye and it can go anywhere on your body. Where is yours? I'm going straight for the forehead, dude. Of course. But that's where your other eyes are. No, forehead, third eye. I'm going the obvious third eye. Okay. I'm going with like on my hand. Oh. It's like a See stuff around the corner and stuff like that. Spy, oh, I'm going artsy, I guess. More, uh, <laughs> more of know, a statement. More of a statement, and uh-huh. you're going. That's cool. I could see. I could be looking at you under the table right now. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> that's, oh, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty I handy. don't know if that would. I, honestly, though, I wouldn't really want it. I'd rather not. I wouldn't either I, because then you'd have to worry about it. It would probably yeah, dry out a lot. You'd have to like be wear a glove or something. Putting like a lot of visine on it. It'd be. F- weird you'd have to explain it yeah what's that oh it's my my fucking third eye again yeah ruining everything so we don't really want one that's what we're on your tinder profile you have to be like oh bt dubs i have a third eye so you know (laughs) if we get i mean imagine what you're gonna be seeing with the third eye it's gonna be i don't have to go into detail it's gonna be problematic all right uh jake asks (laughs) Chaney, what's your go-to stage move slash stage banter? I think that my go-to stage banter <laughs> is, I want to see everyone fucking move. <laughs> That's it. Or, we're Entheos. We're happy to be here with you. I do one of those. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I Anytime I see a video, I'm just fast-forwarding through that stage banter is fast as i possibly can really it's embarrassing for you no it's not i just uh it's just kind of funny because you i feel like everyone like whether you know it or Uh-oh, not we got a serious problem here my computer's about to die so oh, keep going. No. whether you know it or not you develop like a stage voice so it's funny to hear my stage voice when i'm like watching videos but um that's my usually my usual stage banter as for stage moves huh I like to uh I like to jump. I do like to jump on stage. I like to request for the crowd to jump and I like to request I like to request things on stage and see how those go. Like I said at the White Chapel show, I asked everyone to to do a what's it called? A crowd surf. Oh yeah. I do have the charger. But anyway, I asked everyone to do a crowd surf and a bunch of people crowd surfed and I had people high five me. So I'm kind of spontaneous with that type of stuff. Um, I don't know. I just do whatever kind of comes to my mind at the show, really. And yeah, like I said, I like to jump. I like to just move around a lot on stage, kind of like run back and forth. But that's really my go to stuff. Um Honestly, there's some there's some stuff on uh, the new record that I think is going to force me to like stand in place and focus a little more on my voice. There's like one song where I switch between from singing to screaming to melodic, like pitched screaming, all within like 
So I've been practicing that a lot lately. And I think that I'm going to actually have to like calm myself down in order to nail those parts live. But, uh, yeah, focus a little bit. Yeah. I have to focus a little bit. All right. Crisis averted. Good job. That was making me nervous. (laughs) Yeah. All right. right, Uh, I hope I answered that for you. So that was a two part question. Jake had in a second part and he asks if I've thought about playing guitar for a show and getting a fill in drummer. Uh, I've thought about it, We've but toyed we'll, around never, with we'll it. never actually do it. The only drummer that we would uh, have do that is... Yeah, Chasen. Chasen. Chasen is the only drummer we would ever consider yeah. that After with. seeing him uh, play with Oceano for those shows, mm-hmm. I was like, this guy could play Entheus. And it would be he definitely sick. could. It would be tight. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, we want rob and brian to play with yeah. us and we don't need three guitar players no. so. but of course i've daydreamed about it because guitar players look cool you do look cool because we uh we've been looking at our new music video you look pretty cool playing guitar uh, but you in know the what, new music man, video. it looks cool You've but got some moves i was like damn Navina's like a hot guitar player <laughs> it's like you're like this uh it's not cool though being a guitar <laughs> player sucks i like being a drummer I I just think of how much it would suck to like sweat all over your hands Be and weird. then like yeah, it's not freak. Fun. I would. That's the last thing I would want to do live. It's too delicate. The guitar. Yeah, it's incredibly delicate. So probably not going to do that. I don't know. Maybe if like I lost a leg or something. You know what actually would be cool though. Um, Hope I know that. So if you guys have seen any videos of Naveen K, which is Naveen's solo project, he had like, he played drums, but he also had a guitar on a stand. Yeah. So you would stand up and do like solo parts. So I was thinking like, we do have some parts on the record that may call for you to not do percussion and like play acoustic guitar. Work. Yeah, it could work. Something like that. Yeah. It could be cool. Because there are a bunch of acoustic guitar parts. On I just the don't record. want it to be like showing a show off of you like. Let me sh- let me do a solo now that I'm back. No, you know, it mean, would strictly be because we were trying to like, like literally re- need, reproduce yeah, the yeah. sound of our band. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I could be interested in that. So I could see us adding that in the future. <clears throat> so uh, that brings us to our next question uh, from Dirt Jump One Three Two. He's asking if I have been making any electronic tunes, and it would be cool to hear some. And the answer is no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, uh, it's last kind of like a serious like time uh suck yeah it's a time machine time machines exist and it's called making electronic music. yeah i guess i'm the only one here who's w- actually witnessed you making electronic music yeah and it's like i won't see naveen for like a month yeah so it's kind of Two um months. it's cool when i'm I, I just honestly right now i'm just not feeling passionate passionate about that at all so i haven't been doing it yeah what are you feeling passionate about? Learning Murdoga. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. I've been learning this like Indian drum. I've been playing it quite a bit. It's kind of like tablas for those who know what that is. Yeah, maybe we should put some of it on our next record. It could be cool. Yeah. If, if done right. Yeah. If done right, it could be cool. Because one thing we've done for um, our new album is, you know, in the past in our band, there were a ton of electronic elements. Um, We haven't phased that out completely, but Naveen did make it a point on our new record to use guitar and acoustic guitar and Uh actual drums as those layers that we would have typically like went to electronic parts. That's true. So I think that in the, on the next record, we'll probably go even further in that direction, especially now that we have our own studio. I like it. We can uh, pretty much do whatever the frick we want to. We're kind of, we're, Moving more into playable elements yeah. than like these weird synths that are, they sound cool, but not even like we're going to recreate every part. I just think it's, it blends with the music a little bit better yeah. when it's guitar or like an actual drum right? rather than like this really futuristic synth thing. Yeah. And in the long run, I would rather be a band that if we chose to replicate all of that stuff, it would be a matter of playing it in an analog fashion rather than just having, you know, half of our set blaring over the PA. In an ideal world, I'd have it. So we just, there is no backing tracks. Yeah. No, just like people playing everything. Yeah. In an ideal world, I think maybe we'd even have six people in our band. One person who was like handling all of the, like one person who was kind of a multi-instrumentalist. That would be cool. 
They could do uh, any synth type stuff. They the could do acoustic, acoustic guitar. guitar. Yeah. Uh, Third guitar. E drums. Or like hand percussion. So in a perfect world. Tambourine. That's my job, obviously. Oh, right. Of so. course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck, we need to get you a tambourine. Yeah, so in a perfect world, I think that we would actually be a six-person band and we'd be re- recreating everything live. So maybe... I love it. Let's go. Maybe someday down the line, if we have the <clears throat> the room and the money to do that, then we will make that happen. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed either. Backing vocals. Yeah. The guy could also do backing right, vocals. Right, which we are... All right, if there's a... We're looking for... <laughs> All right, we're looking for a sixth member. Oh, wait, we don't have five yet. We will. Yeah. Working on it. So, there's that. So, yeah. That'd be cool. In a perfect world, that's what we would do. We'd be a fully functional band. That'd be rad. Yeah. And not have backing. Backing tracks, I'm over it. It's like, I'm really over it. What I want is to be a playable band. I want to be a band where your stuff is playable. Me too. No, No tracks, just playing. Yeah. Ripping it. Totally. Love it. Synth. Guy on keyboards doing these and this, <laughs> this, like got a keyboard up here. Got it could a be cool, t- man. Got a little percussion set up. Could be cool. That person is going to have to set up their own stuff, though. I'm not helping. Yeah. That's a big deal. So he'd have an, a, like, big deal. Uh, a guitar. Yeah, acoustic a guitar. Mic, acoustic and electric a guitar. Keyboard. Also, they might have to have a fretless bass. <laughs> Well, no, I think the bass player would have to do that. For oh, true. Player. Okay. All right. Yeah, so they'd have all that stuff, it and they'd have some hand percussion. I, I'm into the idea. Me I too. Like Me too. I like it. I like it. It's weird that we've never thought of that before. No, I've thought about it. You've thought about it? Yeah, several times. And they have to be able to do backup vocals. They have to be able to do backup vocals. they got to be able to do backups. Uh, screaming would definitely be good. I think that... Someone in our band already can cover probably. Well, Brian, I think, can do some backup vocals, but we're Let's looking for a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, the new guy. <laughs> Sixth member is doing all this stuff now. It's like when you see a band that you really like when you're a kid on MTV. And there's like some extra guy Nirvana, there. Pat yeah, Smear. Pat Smear. No one knew who the fuck Pat you're Smear like, was. Who the fuck's that guy? I know. You're like, Kurt Cobain isn't playing all of the yeah. guitar parts. What the fuck? Yeah. Pat Smears doing most of the heavy lifting here. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Kurt. Because they only see Kurt in the videos. And they're like, oh, Kurt's doing all the. No, Pat Smear is a must. Or when you see ABBA. When you see ABBA live, it's like 50 other members. And you're like, who the fuck is this? This isn't ABBA. All right. That's where we're going with it, (laughs) dude. Damn it. All right. Good question, too. Yeah, that was great. That's what he asked about. <laughs> uh, okay, Cheney, you might like this one. Um, is it about me? Burning the Hive my beautiful is asking... Voice. A, I'm just kidding. What made you choose to sell your own merch on Big Cartel? I'm working on building an indie, tied, an indie dyed yarn gig, and I'm not sure which platform to go with. Oh, I think the most obvious would be Etsy, but the fees are really high. Okay, Flip she's side. asking about the why do we use big cartel? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the reason that we would use big cartel is be- the reason I would use Etsy if I were in your position is well, I don't actually know. Maybe you have people who already buy your stuff, but Etsy is very good for people who um, are trying to find customers. Uh-huh. And yeah. and get new <clears throat> people yeah, who are trying to generate traffic from a source that isn't a band. So Big Cartel to me and honestly, you know, I have friends who are like super nerdy merch people and they want me to use what's the name of that site? Maybe Trev's in our chat. Trev is a nerdy merch dude. He knows everything about merch and I love talking to him about it. Um What's his name on here? I can't remember, but maybe he would say what the shirt selling side is. But anyway, the reason that I use Big Cartel, and we also use Night Shift. We have like a ma- a bigger distributor, which is Night Shift. I use Big Cartel because we have, we're directing people from Instagram. You know, we already have like a group of people who are into the band and want to buy the merch. So we don't need to generate the traffic from a website. Like I don't need the website to promote us um 
Whereas on Etsy, I think is really good for small businesses who need to be promoted. Like if I had a, a salve company or if I was making, um, quilts or blankets or couches or whatever I was making, I would go straight to Etsy. And I've even thought about that, you know, people I'm way into wood burning. So I see people wood burning and they'll sell their, their stuff on Etsy if they're doing like, um, I think you could still sell the wood burning on Big Cartella because you have a way to reach people. Well, I'm just talking about people in general, not me. Okay. I'm saying if you don't have a way to reach people and you're kind of stumped with Instagram or yeah. or you're trying to generate people with Instagram, I think Etsy would be the best place to direct people if you're like a small business. I think yeah. that Etsy would be the best place to go. But I chose Big Cartel. Honestly, the reason I went with Big Cartel is because when I opened the Big Cartel in like 2015, that is what I knew. Yeah. I knew Big Cartel. I knew I know how I know the interface. I know how to sell stuff on Big Cartel. So it's the easiest thing for me. I didn't it had the least learning curve because I've been doing it with bands for the past, I don't know, 10 years. So it was just the easiest thing for me. There's no like I'm not going to sit here and argue Big Cartel over other stuff. Um. That was really the only reason why. And they don't take a huge fee. I don't honestly pay attention to the fees as much as I should. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't think, I don't we know. obviously that, don't pay yeah, attention to. I have no to, fucking uh, idea. No clue. But I also use stamps.com, which I think that <laughs> you guys use that. Uh, PayPal is okay, too. They've got, like, a shipping interface, but... If you ever want to ask me like merch questions, I am more than happy to answer them if you DM me. Because there we go. Tech support for Big Cartel Chain of Cup. Yeah, seriously. I've been doing it for so long that I feel like I do have some cool, some like information to share with people on how to like, you know, get around and do things on there. So merch is kind of selling merch is like a, a part of the band job. I'm not just a sure. front person. I also Send a lot of our merch. Yeah. Cheney's good at it. It's a good thing we got her. So, yeah. In the band. Otherwise, nobody would have any merch. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> That's sad, but true. Totally true. Anytime you <coughs> see merch Chaney that did, says Entheos on it, it, you can rest assured that I did it. Well, every <laughs> once in a while, I'll come up. Well, I do come up with the design. Not, I don't come up with the designs, but I will have a say in the designs yeah you have a say and i'll be like oh i saw this one shirt that looks kind of like this we should make one like totally that. which there's a multicolored tie-dye that did really well that naveen came up with the idea however i did get the i did commission the art i'm an idea got, guy that's yeah a, naveen's a good idea guy for idea sure guy. we work really well together i'll throw him. the ideas out there and then after that i'm can't help you much. So last year you had one idea. So maybe this year That's you'll have That's not true, two. dude, because I had... Okay, let's think of that. I, the long sleeve, my idea. The long sleeve was your idea. The art was my idea. The hoodie, my idea. Here's what Naveen is actually really good at. You're, good at, you're good at the layout. And I'm, like, I'm, I want I'm, to have the metal logo here, and then I want like some shit on the sleeves. And I want. That's actually true. I'm not yeah. giving you enough credit because you are really good at coming up with a layout and the actual shirt because I feel like Naveen is a little more tuned in to like what is going on with metal merch. Yeah. Um, as far as the layout goes and like that <clears throat> type of shit. But I know the artistic direction exactly. of the band because I came up with the idea for all of our art. I came up with the artistic direction for our cover so we want everything to be in line with the cover and the album. And so I kind of commissioned yeah. everything. So it's kind of a... We work together. Yeah. It's a I mean, our band is a team effort. effort. Yeah, team yeah. effort. There we go. Uh, looks like that's probably all the questions for this week. Good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, awesome. Should we take it over to the, the post show? Yeah, we're going to take it over to the post show. So if you guys do not... Oops. If you guys do not tune in on <laughs> fuck. If you guys don't tune in on Twitch, go and check it out. Um Tuesdays, six thirty PM Central. We're gonna keep it at that time for probably at least until yeah. the summer. Because we, we started going you know, we're now that we don't drink anymore. Right. We're all hitting the bed. I feel like, like I talk a lot for some yeah. for 
Well, you still Someone drink coffee, drink. so that's for sure. Um, <laughs> True. But yeah, if you guys uh, like hanging out with us, we do even more hanging out on Twitch. And that's you can, right. it's w- free. we can listen to music there. We, uh, it's a little more, it's less formal. I know our podcast has a really formal <laughs> uh, vibe to it. Yeah. So on the Twitch, we get a little more friendly. We take our ties off more. and we uh, yeah. strip out of our suits. Yeah. And we just wear normal clothes. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys over on the post show for yeah, those of you guys who are hanging out live. And if you're not, Here's then my- we. I have to do a podcast show. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Have a great week. Happy freaking new year. Much love. How long was that podcast, Naveen? Well, it's still going on right now, actually.